Gvurz Hashem, Perak 17. Visira Osol Kitov. Oh, what an incredible Gemara and Sota. Here we go. So, so the Pasuk says that she saw him, that he was good. What does that mean? She. We can move the table over. Move the table over there. So it says that it says that Yochavid um, saw Moshe Rabbeinu that he was good. How do you see that a baby is good? So, Rabbi Meir Oimer, Tov Shmo. His name is good. Obviously, there's no need explanation. Rabbi Yuda, Rabbi Yuda is. Um, Noah, who's Rabbi Yuda? Or Yaakov is allowed to answer that question. Rabbi Yuda? Yeah. It's not Rabbi Yoda? Okay, Yoda. Who's Rabbi Yoda? Yuda, Yoda. Hold up. What? I'll give you guys a hint. We saw Yerushalmi recently. Oh, isn't, uh, isn't the Yerushalmi? Oh, he's in Yerushalmi on the Gemara like, And he is. Arvib Sachim, good. Not Brachos, Arvib Sachim. Um, yeah. We know him as Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda. Right? The Yerushalmi says, Who is our Mishnah? Rabbi Yehuda. Our Mishnah. Right. And we said, Who's Rabbi Yehuda? Of, of, of not eating Arab. Uh, right, we asked, eating who, Who's Rabbi Yehuda? We said, Who's Rabbi Yehuda? Rabbi Yehuda. I said, Who's Rabbi Yehuda? This sounds familiar. Okay. I got it. Okay. Yeah. So and uh, right. So you see, Rabbi Meir, right? They were they were both Talmudim of Rabbi Akiva, right? Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Yehuda, they were from the five Talmudim, Rabbi Seinu Shevud Darom. Darom. Yeah. Okay. So here we go. So Rabbi Yehuda Omar, Tuvia Shmo, not Tov, but Tuvia. Rabbi Nechemia Omer, Hagun Hu Lunavua. What does it mean? It means that he's fit to be a prophet. Acherim omrim nolhu keshehu mahul. He was born circumcised. In Yana the Yoma. V'chachamim omrim v'shashen nolud nesmala kol habayis ora. At the time that he was born, the entire house was filled with light. Ksev hacha v'tira also kitov. But the Yochavah saw that he was good. The Ksiv Hossam, in the very beginning of Sefer Bereshis, Vayar Elukim Es Haor Kitov. So over here you have Kitov, over there you have Kitov. So it's a heckish to say that that uh, she saw the whole house filled with light, so that's how she knew it was that he was good. Um... I'm just thinking how much to go into it or not. Okay, it's up to you guys. We can either do this superficially, just give it give it a read, read a little bit, and talk a little bit, but not really go into this. It's a big sugya. Alternatively, we can go into the sugya, spend a lot of time on it. Alternatively, I can photocopy for you uh, a uh, a whole piece that I have in my kudros on Der Hashem, 
on the concept of tov and or chule. And then we'll just do it superficially here, but you have the, you'll have the photocopy if you, you can go through it, and then if you want to, we can discuss it. Why wouldn't we do one or two plus three? Right, no, that, that is three. Three is, no, because okay, two, two is we do everything inside. Right, two we go through. It would still be nice. Well, I'll give you the photocopies. Right. We, we'll we'll start reading now. And then, and then, if if you look at, if you look it over, then we can discuss. Is that no, that? Not what I was saying. No, we, which one? We, we I'll give it? you the photograph. Oh, and we go into it. We we, get, we could do two plus three. Is what Got it. Okay, fine. Or one plus three. Okay, but some crowd. So, uh, does everyone have the? Or who here has received a kuntris from me and Der Hashem? Yaakov, you have. Uh, the first one, like the the green one. Yeah. No, I did not. You don't have. You don't have. Okay. Fine. So, um, it's pretty cool. Hmm? It's pretty cool. You have a good introduction. Just give a little bit. I'm sure if you start recording, then you will get a good introduction. You have a good introduction. You have a good introduction. Yeah. On the first scale of Der Hashem, yes. No, you took two. He's all green, so he wanted more. He wasn't joking, by the way. His wife asked the best caches. When did you publish this? <laughs> uh, three years ago, before I came here. Uh-huh. Huh? This was like my parting gift for a lot of my friends. Okay, so here we go. This is a Gishmaka Sugya. Purish Ladas Rabbi Meir Tov Shmo. What does it mean, Moshe Rabbein? I mean, the whole, that statement makes absolutely no sense. He was born, and she saw he is good, which means that his name was Tov. He didn't have a name. What does that mean? His parents give him a name, right? It's not that he was born with a name tag right. that said Tov. So what does it mean? She saw that he is good, which means that his name is Tov. Well, that's, that's what I essence, the, the name. What's that? So you give answers. One second. Uh, okay, good. Good. But I'm pointing out that that if, if someone would like to. I mean, the, this is not clearly, Rabbi Mayer is not speaking in a way that is meant to be immediately understood. He's speaking in riddles. If a South Korean read this, so yeah. They would, would not understand that, that, would that be a name is an essence that you can look into a child. Okay, so there's. You missed the first part. You missed the first part. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, by the way, no, by the way, um, what I want to say? They can learn Talmud, but they don't really learn. Right. Uh, that's, that's they don't do the Talmud. They're not going to chuckle and do thumbs. Has your guess. So, so um, <laughs> fine. So we'll see. We'll see. But the point is that the, the, all these things. What, what the Maral keeps showing us over and over again is there's, there's an incredible Pesach in Mishlei. And uh, I recently had a rabbi that I respect a lot saying an approach to understanding Jivya Gadot of Chazal that I think is completely incorrect. Um, he's a very good rabbi in other areas. Um, over here, the 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 Gon explains the pasuk in Mishlei. It says, um, 
лехавин машал умалица, дивы хахамин вехидосам. Okay, the, the, the job that we're setting out to is лехавин машал умалица to understand analogy and expression. Дивы хахамин, the words of хахамин вехидосам and their riddles. So the Gon says the first part of the Pasuk is going on Torah Shebek Sav. Lahavin Moshal Umalitsa. Moshal is an analogy. Analogy is something that everyone's meant to understand, right? That's that's the power of an analogy. Is um, it's something very low down, very coarse, right? Uh, you know, the Moshal, if, uh, if at work they told you if you'll you know, if you work hard and eventually you get a raise, right? So that's that's what we're talking about over here. So that's something that everybody gets. Yeah? So the Torah, the written Torah is called a mashal. Because every person, I mean, in the Israeli Defense Forces, they hand out a little Tanakh that these soldiers who probably are not even religious, they should be able to, if they're ever scared, they just, you know, open up and read some psukim. And somehow, without learning them they're going to get something because it's a marshal it, it's, it's, it's something that's very simple for people to get obviously they're scratching the surface they're not really understanding what the Torah is talking about but even in Pshat there's, you know, there's, there's the Torah is saying something but then you're supposed to go deeper and understand the Malitza Malitza is the Drush is when you darshan the Pasuk when you seek out the Pasuk when you go deeper into the Pasuk which is what the Gemara is usually doing when it's learning out halachas, right? It's darshaning the psukim, it's seeking out the psukim deeper, uh, and uh, there's, there, there you discover more. Then, and then he says, Jivir chachamim v'chidosam, is the words of the chachamim, and their riddles, a riddle is the exact opposite of a mashal. A mashal is meant to be understood by everybody. A riddle is meant to be understood <coughs> by no one except for the person who knows what it's already coming to say. Right? What, what has three feet and no toes? Come on, just darshan it. A chair. No. A tripod. A tripod. It has feet. Legs. I'm asking you about feet, not legs. We have a table, I don't know, like a bookshelf that's three feet tall. So a yardstick. There you go. Three feet. Right? Okay? But the point is that, okay, maybe whether you like that riddle or not, right? But the point is that a riddle is meant, a good riddle is something that you cannot solve, but if you know the answer, it's the most obvious thing. Yeah? So that's that, and divrei chachamim is the is the meaning inside. So there, the order gets reversed. Divrei chachamim is the meaning inside. Vechidosam and their and their riddles, which is how they expressed it. So the Torah is written in a way that's very apparently obvious what it means. You know, uh, there's an apparent meaning, but you're supposed to go deeper and discover the deeper meaning. The words of Chachamim are exactly the opposite. From the outside, they don't make any sense. His name was Tov. Give me a break. What are you talking about? Right? This doesn't make any sense. If I'll know 
if someone's going to open up for me from the back, the door, and explain to me what this means, and afterwards when I see this, I'll say, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah, I understand, right? That's, that's, a, that's a riddle. A riddle is, if I already know the answer, then I see it clear as day in, in, in the words. Yeah, so that's what so Golan is saying, that that's what, that's what this is. I'm a king. That's all safer. Right Absolutely. Okay. So, so here we go. So yeah. So it, it doesn't make any sense that his name was Tov, right? So Yaakov already was ready to start darshaning. Yaakov first will will right. You were you were going to propose an answer. So let's first give the moral a chance. But you are on the right track. That it doesn't mean kipshuto. That's for sure, right? Okay. So says the moral. What does it mean? What does Rabbi Meir mean that his name was Tov? Bo Lomar. It's coming to tell you. Kimosha. Be'ez told also, at the time the Moshe Rabbeinu was born, Hayatov. He was good. Vezeh Neymar al Shehaya Mitsius Tov Gamur. Velokemoshar Nevroim She'ein Ma'alosom Hatov Hagamur. What does that mean? She'ein Ma'alosom Hatov Hagamur? Right, they, they 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 have not reached this peak of being absolute good. Let's let's so let's try to understand this. Right, so then, what does it mean by Moshe? Right. Okay. Uh, so his mitzvah was a tova gomor. His mitzvah was a tova gomor. So what does it mean? So the problem is that we're missing the the basic definition of the word tov. Right? If we're missing the basic definition of the word tov, then we can't understand what he tells us, tov gomor, etc. Right? So we're, we're going to be given this definition. Again, let's, let's first let the morale... Uh, I'll, I'll tell you what Rashi in a number of places on Chumash says. It's in the, here, in, in the Kuntras. So I'm not sure which way to take it from the back or the front. The reason why I speak about it is because the, the Ramchal and Das Tvunus says, says, Mechok Hatov Lehetiv. Hashem is good, and Mechok Hatov Lehetiv. The rule of good is to do good, which is very cryptic expression. So in the beginning of the second chapter, that's where he says that the purpose of the creation was lehative me tuvo page yud and there's a long mayan right mayanus is two pirushim over here the the berbederk is more explaining kind of what's happening on the page the mayanus are kind of more in depth expositions that uh, that, that, that I wrote. So, um, basically, Rashi, a number of places, explains that it means that Tov is something which is royal mitzvah, something good. What does it mean, good or, or not good? If I if I say, oh, this didn't, this is not good, it means it's not meant to be like this. This is not good. Uh, I made something. I say this is not good. In, in the entire Maisa Hashem creates something, and then he says, "Oh, 
This is good. Right? Vayar Elokim. This, that it was good. You saw this, it was good. You saw this, it was good. Hashem saw that it was good. Right? Hashem saw that it was good. Which means, Roy Lumetzius. Roy Lumetzius. Fit to exist. This is right. This is correct. This is, this is how it ought to be. Okay? So, um, the, so, Moshe Rabbeinu, okay, that's going to tie into why it's Michok HaTov Lehetiv, why specifically good is meant to do good. That we'll see. We'll see if we're if we're forced to go into it. If not, uh, we can discuss it so outside. Is this parenthetically when Moshe looked at the, at the Mitzri? He looked here. He looked there. He didn't see Tov. I don't know if it says it. It says Tov there. No, it says Yarki ain't ish. Yeah, that's the pasuk, right? He doesn't have right, anything. Right. Like, is, is, is that kind of what we're looking for? Like, but what is what is what is, is, is Rashi over there saying? Rabbi Bernstein says. What? I'll tell you what Rabbi Bernstein says. Okay, that's almost as good as Rashi. He says the Hasidic interpretation. Oh of yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, that's a beautiful, that's a beautiful shot. I say it all the time that. That he had two sides in the cell. He was a yid in a mitzri, but says the yar kovako. He looked at this side of himself and that side of himself. He looked at the Jewish side and the mitzri side. Yarki ain't ish. Then he realized that he couldn't live in two worlds. Together, Yaka, like he had to make a decision. The Hika, the Yaka, the Hika is the mystery. He decided to kill off the mystery part of himself and live a life as a Jew. So he wasn't another guy. He was he, Moshe was talking about himself. Okay, right. so it's, not literary, it's not the literal. It's not the literal. Stop shot. Right Actually, Rebbe himself described as a Hasidic shot, but it's, it's not his own. It's, he heard it from his yeah. father, who heard it from someone else. Actually, I asked him recently to try to get me a source for it. He was, he was supposed to get back to me on that. Uh-huh. I'd be curious as well. <coughs> Showed it to Rabbi Cohen, who was, did not seem very impressed, but I don't know if I caught him the wrong time. No, if you, you know, if, if you think about it, it even it, it's a beautiful pshat. It even works with pshat. Because in the pshat, is he's obviously killing the midstream. Right? But on the other hand, this is the first time in his life that he's literally, a, you know, making a stand. Meaning he's he's killing uh, a, a, an Egyptian in in, the, in defense of a yid. So obviously there was an internal struggle happening inside of Moshe Rabbeinu as well, right? He was in the palace, and he decided to go out to see what's happening with his brothers. Meaning he's currently in the midst of that struggle. Right? I think it's a beautiful shot. Um, let me just see the Rashi. Vayfen Kovako. Yarki Einish. Shein Ish Asid Lotseis Mimeno. Shein Gair. Doesn't say the word Tov. But I'm wondering if that's the, if that's the quality that he's looking okay. for. If, if it would be, then 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 we would need the word. Otherwise, it's just uh, conjecture. You could you could look anywhere. Yeah, you could. To guide us. Okay, so fine. So the point is the Moshe Rabbeinu is the Tov Gomor. He is the absolute existence of, of the, this is what it should be. This is what a person should be. That's a Tov Gomor. Nothing else is like that. We're going to see ultimately the comparison to light itself. 
in the entire Parshish Bereshus, everything is described that Hashem saw that it was good, but it, but it doesn't say... Also, this is we're going to need this for anyway for the for the for the pshat um, for the chachamim. So by everything else, it says uh, Hashem made this. Right? Hashem saw that it was good. Yeah? But by light, it says... Vayar lukim es haor kitov. Didn't you say vayar lukim kitov? Vayar lukim es haor kitov. So there, Rashi picks up on the fact that Hashem saw that the light was uniquely good, more good than anything else. But everything else that just says it was good means, relatively speaking, this is how Hashem wants it to be. This thing, this is all, all we're gonna, what we're talking about right now. We're gonna need all of this to to understand this this uh, this Gemara in Soda in Soda. So every single time it says, Hashem saw that it was good, but it doesn't say Hashem saw that the sea was good. He, the it was good means that as part of the greater plan, Hashem sees that it is good to have a sea. As part of the greater plan. Yeah, it, it it's good. It's good to have a, a, a dry land, and it, and it, and it's good uh, to have uh, you know animals, etc. These are all these are all good. But by light, it says vayar elukim es haor kitov, means the or is essentially good. That's the big difference. The the or itself is essentially tov. Everything else is good in context, meaning it's not the the sea is not is not essentially good, right? It's not a tov gomor, like he's saying over here. It's because there's a plan that Hashem wants a dry land and He wants a sea and He wants that there should be a makom for Adam to serve him. So all these things is good, but. But uh, in in the context, in the role that they're playing, but the light is good itself. or kitov. So that's why Rashi on the spot comments. He's bothered, right? How do I explain this? Why, why do you have to say vayarlukim or kitov? Unlike all the other psukim. So, so he says that it was so good that he saw that, that it's not fit for the Roshoyim, and that's why he was gone with it, etc., etc. Right? So that's that's I in the Gurar Yesham explaining the Divirashi. Okay, fine. So.
the first pshat is that he is tov, like Yaakov said, his essence is tov, name means essence, so he is essentially good. What does it mean good? It means tov gomer. Uldas Rebi Yuda, tuvia shmo. Now what's the difference between tov and tuvia? What do you think? Goodness versus good. How did you get that word goodness? Yeah, yeah Achila is eating, right? Yeah. So Tuvia is missing in the same form. I don't know. Sounds like you're, you, he's assigning something already to that essence. Meaning, well, <coughs> let's, just, let's just first say that what's the difference between the word Tov and Tuvia? Let's just first agree. There's, there's an addition of Yud K. Okay. Letters from Hashem's name. Right? Which means it's not just. Tov uh, Gomor, but there's a divi- there's a divi- there's a divine aspect to it. Yeah, that's Rabbi Yehuda Tuvishmo Pirush. She had Dovik B'Moshe Tov Shehu Inyan Eloki. Not just something that's a, that's that's perfectly good in a physical sense, but there's actually a divine aspect to it. Lekach Nekar Tuvia Pirush Mishaber Shem Ka Betov Shel Moshe Ad Shenikra B'Shem Tuvia. Obviously, Shem Ka is Kibaka Shem Tzur Olamim. That's that's the name with which Hashem created uh, the the worlds. Davarzema Shaya Mishutif B'Shmo Shem Ka Shatov Shelo Inyan Loki. It's a different type of good. It's a transcendent good. It's not just a physical good. So, so this, these, so, so, what's the moral doing? He's telling us the answer. Once he tells us the answer, we go back. We say, "Oh, that's the machleka. That's obvious, right?" But without being told, without knowing that the addition of the letters UK to the end of something makes it divine, right? He goes to, for example, he says there's three names. There's Ari. Right, your, what's your full name? Your name is Ari? Ari. Your name is Ari and you go by Ari? Okay, so Ari, it's, I think it's in Masahisro, I think. And Ari, there's Arye, and there's Ariel. What's the difference in those three names? So, Ari just means the physical lion. The animal. The Chaira. Arye means there's a, it has a divine aspect to it. Like Tuvia. Arye. Uh, a lion with a divine aspect to it. Ariel is... The name Kale is actually a full name... Besides the Ari, there's Ari, Aleph, Resh, Yud, that's Ari, and then Kale, Aleph, Lamed. As opposed to Arye, which shares the, the Yud is part of the lion name and part of the Shem Hashem. So it's like goes Ari, Arye, Ariel. So like Binyan Ariel, right? That's, that's what we refer to the base Hamikdash as Binyan Ariel. Because that's, that's literally like a, a divine lion. Right, whereas Arye is just 
has some connection to spirituality, a, a line that has, which has aspects of spirituality to it, and Ari is just a physical line. What? What do they, What is this? I mean, there's no such thing as a line that's connected to godliness on any sort of primary or secondary level. So what, we, we give somebody the name of this. You're like, we're saying like, as, a, as kind of a, a, a muscle for your character, so you should be like a lion that's somewhat connected to God, as, and a, you should be like a lion that's there's connected there's to God. There's no lion that's connected in any way to divinity? There's no lion. I'm asking that. So you, you, you prefaced your statement with that. Is that what you said? Yes, because a regu- like we said, an Ari is just a raw... A, a Does anyone that know uh, a place <laughs> where a lion has to do with divinity? In the in Psukim? In the Vim, let's say. Yeah, in the Vim, where? Are you sad? Better than that. Come on. One of the one of the four faces on the Merkava is a lion. Mm-hmm. But it's not an actual lion. It's not I mean, a physical. It's not, it's a, not physical a directly lion. physical lion, which would be called an Ari. Right. Right. Something more like. Well, the qualities can be Tabana. Isn't the first. So that quality of a lion is actually the quality of Chesed. That's the quality of a lion. Quality of a lion is chesed. What are you talking about between... The, when, you, when you only have four options, it's either chesed, uh, you know, then rachamim. I thought the Shulchan Aruch started with get out of bed, kill Ari. Ms. Gaber. Usually Ari is, 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 a, is a symbol of strength. You should be Ms. Gaber, like an Ari. Anyway, whatever. Yeah. Hegel was built as a, right? I mean, what? Hegel itself stood like an Ari. So, uh, crouched like a, yeah, crouched like a... Titus, what, what did he say when he ran in? And, 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 and like, did he say, line, line? What did he say, like, you're eating up? Lucas, Lucas. No, no, Lucas, Lucas. That wasn't Titus, that was a girl. And she was, she was expressing something else. She was expressing... A wolf is someone who, who who takes away and you know kind of steals sheep. It's a different point. Fine, but the point is there is definitely a characteristic of lion, and uh, and uh, there's a physical expression of it, a directly fi- all the way down physical expression of it. Just a lion that runs around in Africa. Then there is all the way spiritual up there, Ariel, and then there is uh, something in the middle. Yeah. Okay. So the point is that so to, so tov over here is with the name ka. That's uh, that is a uh, that means that Rabbi Yuda was seeing deeper that it wasn't just uh, it's not enough to say tov about him. You have to say tuvia because otherwise people are going to misunderstand. They're going to think that it's that it's uh, that it's just a physical tov. You think did Rabbi Meir think it wasn't spiritual? The pasuk says material so kitov. I think Rabbi Meir just wanted more to focus you know, on just that we shouldn't lose track of. Tov. Tov. Just Tov. 
I think uh, that's what I would say right now. Well, let's see, because the other ones are clearly all going to be going in different directions, expressing different parts. Um, we do have five opinions here, which obviously is going to line up with things. So they may all be just expressing different facets. So if that's the case, Rabbi Meir would be expressing. Okay. Um, Rabbi Meir would be expressing the lowest level. It's in uh, morale in. Um, in Perkyaus, by the five Talmudim of Rabbi Yochan and Ben Zakkai, so he goes through what five different Bechinas are. So it could be that that's that, 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 that is what's happening here. So, so Rabbi Meir is identifying more on the physical level. And the result is, he was Tov. Yeah? Rabbi Yudah is saying, yeah, but it was connected. It was connected upstairs. So it's not, so it's not just Tov, it's Tuvia. Yeah? Tov. That's the result. He is good. There's, there's, see, we were saying something a bit different. If I tell you, one is we're telling you that Moshe Rabbeinu, like the vessel, is good. By saying Tuvia, we're saying something more than that. We're saying that there's a divine aspect of goodness which is connected to him. So someone may be potentially to have one and not the other. I mean, he himself is Tov. That's like the cup that I'm holding. That's, that's what Rabbi Meir is focused on. Rabbi Yudha is, is, is talking about that there's a divine aspect connected to him again vizeha hafreshi yesh bein tov u bein tuvia ki tov rotsolomar sheatsem shalotov his essential self is good vilu tuvia maila yesere it's talking about a higher characteristic right shehatov inin eloki dovok bo that there is a divine thing that clings to him. Shenishtatev bo shem ka v'heaven dvarim elam od. So that's a conne- that's a connected feature. That's not his essential self anymore. That's a connected feature. So it may be loftier, but it's not the same, and it's not as essential. For example. In the five Talmudim of Rabbi of Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai, so one of them it says, "What's the lotion? Asher Yolado Techa, Asher Yolado, His mother is ha- praiseworthy as his mother. <laughs> What's that? Right? So, so he explains, uh, Maral explains that it means that he had such a goof noki, his body was made so so clean, so." Devoid meaning almost almost clean of of uh, of the you know physical tivus and all, all the types of things that drag people into all sorts of bad places. So that was that was his greatness. His greatness was mitzad the goof. We attribute that goodness to his mother. That comes from his mother because the mother is the one that forms the body primarily, right? So the point <laughs> is, by different talmidim, each one is a different greatness, right? Like there's five different parts to a person's neshama. There's 
There's the nefesh, ruach, neshama, chaya, yechida, right? There's different parts, so you can be great in one and not as great in another. Right? You, there could be different parts. Uh, uh, some people may have a very beautifully fixed up in one area, but not as much in another area. So here we're having a discussion. What was the greatest of Moshe Rabbeinu? Obviously, in all these things, it's Elu Ve'elu, Jivelu Kim Chaim, right? And Moshe Rabbeinu was overall just really, really incredible, right? So that is the different facets that they're seeing. Okay, so we covered two of them. We'll have to pick up from from the opinion of Rabbi Nechemia, Bez Hashem, one second. Next week, yeah. Next week we still can meet. It's at me. Is it happening later because of long sichos? Uh, good question. Watch out for your emails, please. Okay. Is it normal in the Yagadata to have a and then 